and welcome to Go Mode Podcast. I'm Dante, and this is The Spoiler Log. I'm not sure if we're going to keep this title. It's kind of a working title. Maybe it sticks. I'm more worried about the content rather than the appearance of this. So hopefully <laughs> you guys like it. Let me know what you think of the title, though. This is something that's kind of been on my mind to do for a while now. We've seen this become something the community wants. We want to know more about the people we race with, the people we talk to in Twitch chat on an almost daily basis and on Discord. I kind of wrestled back and forth whether or not I should do this. I've wrestled with, am I going to upset anybody? But I felt like now was the time to go ahead and pull the trigger and let's just give it a shot. This decision is heavily influenced by 216. Fear Agent has had a great podcast on 216. I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to everyone's stories, even people that may or may not like me or I like them. It's been really good to finally have a little bit of personification of all of these online faces that we see, these online avatars we see so often, and being able to put a little bit of reality with it, for lack of better phrasing. On that note, I do hope we see more 216 in the future. I know that's kind of up in the air. Nothing's ever really been formally announced, but I do hope we see more of it. I'm going to try and keep these intros short throughout all these. I've run my mouth enough with Timp and Herf, so I'm not going to subject you guys to more me than you need. Our first guest on the spoiler log is Tyler Salt. Tyler Salt is someone, as I say at the very beginning of this interview, that I see everywhere, yet I know very little about. And I'm really glad that I had this chance to get to know him. After the recording, I asked Tyler what his favorite MSU was. He said Cuphead by Humbug, so we're going to use that mirror transition here. So in typical Go Mode fashion, let's lift up that rock and jump into the portal so we can learn a little more about Tyler Salt. All right, Tyler Salt, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy I literally see everywhere uh, in Twitch <laughs> chat, discords, and the ALTTPR community, but I don't know that much about you. Uh, so that's why I'm so glad for you to be here. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So let's uh, let's start this off uh, kind of how we've seen a lot of these go. Uh, tell me how you got into Rando and uh, Link to the Past and I guess your history with it. Yeah, so I, if you ever, if you were ever familiar with the old uh, web uh, RPG Kingdom of Loathing, have you heard of this? I, I've, I've um, heard of that. Yeah, so I played that for years, and then was the the guys that made it did a podcast uh, for a while, um, and I was an avid listener of that show. And on that show, one of them mentioned the existence of Combo Rando of the the Super Metroid and okay. Link to Past. Rando. I was like. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like these are games that were really important to me in my childhood. And so I tried to pick that up, realized that Super Metroid super not my jam anymore. <laughs> it's so um, hard. <laughs> so hard. Um, but then it was like, all right, I'll focus on Link to the Past. My uh, my muscle memory from being a kid was more uh, was still existed as as a full adult uh, for that game. And the, the rest is history. I fell into it and never got out. So. Okay. What uh, what uh, what like time frame? Like twenty? Were you part of the twenty eighteen influx? Like around that GDQ I was time? In, no, I was in the first. So I was in the first mentor tournament. 
okay. um, back in the day. And I had started, I guess, maybe for about six months before that. Um, I I think the first thing that I watched, it wasn't the Andy Christos race at GDQ that everybody was. It was a little bit right. after. I think the one that really got me was um, Andy and Oats and Goats did a uh, <laughs> the co-op combo right. run at GDQ. And I watched that video. I was like, this is really fun. Um, and, uh, and that, that pulled me into, to actually playing. That's a, that's another infamous race that instead of going yeah. really well and sucking people in, it went really poorly for, uh, so poorly <laughs> <laughs> for needing boots, but that's, that's another story. Boots, yeah. So, great. so tell me, tell me your history, I guess a little bit with super Metroid. You said that was a big part of your childhood too. Oh, um, I mean like mostly, you know, the super Nintendo is my favorite console growing up. You know, I got it for Christmas when I was six and both of these games were, uh, you know, like I went back and, and, and played a bunch of times. And so I was, I was drawn in by the, you know, I don't have any history with super Metroid as a speedrunner or right. as a random player or anything like that. Um, because, uh, I forgot completely how to move that, uh, <laughs> Sam's around. Um, so the, the, it, the, the learning curve was too steep for me to pick it back up. Um, yeah, it's, but I, that's something I noticed as well. Like it's just so steep. Cause I thought I was going to do a super Metroid rando at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. I had watched people do the combo and I was like, how do you get the item in the ceiling? Like that my morph balls up there and I don't have high jump. So at that point right. I kind of, I, I threw it to the side and was like, this is, this yeah. is garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but you know, more more power to the people who can play it. It, it looks really fun, uh, and I like I like watching it uh, occasionally. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no combos too much for me. <laughs> uh, so you said you were in uh, the first Go Mode podcast mid tour tournament. So uh, yeah. what was your experience like with that? Like, and and be honest, because I think the first one sure. was the one that that was before my time. So you don't have to you don't have to worry about trashing me, but. <laughs> But that was when everybody was kind of learning, how do we do this whole mentor tournament thing? Yeah, it was a good experience. I wish that we had done a Swiss like we did afterwards, right? Because yeah. I, you know, I was in my four person group with uh, with Verts and Oro and Black Wax. Um, and I played three races and was out, you know. Um, right. But uh, my, I got assigned Kern as a mentor and he ended up mentoring me all three races and taught me a whole lot. Um, and you know, I went on to, uh, you know, watch a lot of his content, uh, shout outs to Kern who doesn't play this game anymore. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good experience. I wish that it, we had figured out that a Swiss was the way to go. Um, mm-hmm. so that I could have had more time, uh, in, in the tournament. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I was glad to be in it that first time around and, you know, made some some friendships that have lasted to this day, um, particularly with 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 Verts and Oro. Um, we're both still good friends of mine. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, because I know that was 2019. So that was. Yeah. Um, let's see. That was summer of 2019. So uh, did you in that following fall, like fall 2019, did you try and participate in the the fallifiers as, as Temp likes to call them? Oh, yeah. Um, I have definitely gone for main tournament qualifiers a number of times. It has never worked out. Um, <laughs> I always I always choke big time uh, in in the qualifiers. I'm excited to do it again here in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, but or, or, you know, in relation to you know, when once they start, you know, I'm not sure. When right. Right. There. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, yeah, the, I, yeah, it's it's never quite worked out for me to kind of go go farther than that. Um, but uh, I, I still have fun, you know, I still have fun trying, you know, at least uh, at least with sufficient distance from it at the time, you know, salt is in my game. I get a little angry. Um, All right. <laughs> let's, I let's, lose. So that's that's totally fine. Look, I, everybody does. Let's talk about that. So. Um, yeah. So like what was what, what's one of your like, I guess, saltiest moments that, that you recall? Oh, like, that, that, I guess that you could learn from like uh, any of them There's, stick out. There are so many. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> in there. Yeah, no, it, I it's funny. I have never once like made it out of like the groups of a tournament or the qualifiers of a tournament without like something uh, like weird breaking my way. Um, okay. In the Challenge Cup a couple years ago, uh, I actually played Timp for the uh for the last spot in our group and he won that race and then on the interview uh said actually i'm not doing brackets uh because i am i have a small child and i'm too busy so tyler you get to move on to brackets anyway i was like cool good lose in the first round um made speed gaming live brackets two years ago uh just be and i was like right below the bubble um, right. right on the bubble and a couple people dropped out and I was like the, the 64th qualifier or whatever and got whooped by wall kicks in the first round. <laughs> you know, um, made a, a three person tiebreaker in the casual boots tournament uh, last year where all I needed to do was not finish last. Guess what? Finished last by a whole lot. Um, so whenever the pressure ramps up, it's just like, I don't know, like I start making in just awful dumb decisions all over the place. I, I think um, that applies to a, a lot of people. I'm uh, sure it does. I'm sure so, it does. I'm not so special. Let me, let me, oh, I know you de- you're definitely special. Um, <laughs> not for that reason though. Uh, oh, let me, let me ask this. So uh, you've mentioned kind of being nervous for races, uh, you know, more than once already. And that that's yeah. definitely something that, you know, happens, happens with me. Uh, you know, I've admitted that several times. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do to, to kind of go about that? Like, do you have anything you like to do to like prepare for a race or do you just try, um, do you just try to stay focused and just play your game? No, I just try to stay focused and, and, and play my game. Um, I, uh, if anybody's got like a, I don't know, like a pre rando meditation thing or something, I don't know what you would do. Um, but no, I just try to jump into it and try to remember to have fun while I'm playing, which, you know, I'm various amounts of successful at, um, and, uh, and, and, and try to, yeah, try to be reasonable as just like, you, you know, with a game with this much randomness, you, there's only so much that you control. So, so right. I try to focus on what I can control. Um, and again, to varying degrees of success, uh, over time. I think the, right. the the only way to get around doing it, I think, is to, to do it a lot and try to desensitize yourself to the yeah you know the times where you're going to lose or the times where you're going to screw something up and that's going to make you lose. But uh, and then just try to enjoy playing the game, which is is fun. I've been told at least. So. <laughs> well, look, if you're not, you gotta be having fun. You, you've stuck around yeah. here for, we're in at least like, I think four or five years now for you since, yeah. since you came into 2019. Um, yeah. I'm looking at your league history. So you've uh-huh. always been a part of the long shots. Yes. Uh, the, the one, the one uh, original member left of the long shots in the league. 
Yeah, looking so. back to season two, it was uh, you, Arusta, and Diesel Martini. Um, how did that team yeah. come about? So it was originally me and Diesel and somebody else whose name I think was like Zelda fan, blah, 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 blah. And we literally came together in the looking for a team channel when they needed like three more teams to fill out the league. Okay. Uh, and we were like, all right, well, we're going to name our league. Well, none of us is very good. Uh, so we'll be the long shots. It'll be a double, double entendre. Zelda Van had to drop out because of some real life thing. And a rooster came in. Um, and uh, yeah, but, but you know, it was, it's a lot of fun. We didn't have a whole lot of success uh, in that first season. Um, but, uh, and then Diesel went off and, and ended up forming his own team or being with some other people that he actually knew. Uh, sure. for, for season three. Uh, and that's when we brought in Tim. Oh yeah. The, the heavy hitter. Uh, yeah. And, um, you guys have been in there since you said season three. So three, two, three, and four, you guys not making the playoffs. And then yeah. I remember, you know, if anybody's listened to this show beyond mm-hmm. this, this episode here, they, they know that Tim was that made it playoffs. Uh, you guys yeah. first time this year, tell us, tell me a little bit from, I, I've heard Tim talk, uh, I say this in the nicest way possible, uh, ad nauseum about being excited <laughs> about it. I want to hear yeah. from from you, another player on that team with that first time experience. Oh, it was so much. It was so much fun. Um, we, Arusta had to take a step away. So we brought in um, Dr. Earworm, who's become a really good friend as well. And uh, it, like playing with with Doc is really fun. And the three of us had a lot of good conversations about it. And we're like, listen, you know, we have no expectations about how we're going to do in league. Given our track record, it would be very silly for us to have expectations about how we would do in league. Um, but we had goals. And my goal was to was to at, at the very least be in the chase for a playoff spot. And sure. so the fact that it came down to uh, like the last couple of races, I remember um, going into week seven, I think we needed some help in order to in order to clinch a playoff spot. But it turned out that um, Doc had originally done his math wrong. Uh, and instead okay. of needing to win both of our races, uh, we only need to win one of them because um, I had actually uh, tied uh, <laughs> Reg in in our casual boots race. Um, it, uh, my understanding, at least this is the claim that I've been making. I actually don't know if it's true, but I'm going to I've got a microphone right now, so I'm going to say it. Yeah, my understanding it. is that that is the closest rando race on record um, uh, that it, I think it so. came down to came down to two frames, I think. Um, between the two of us. So, um, and then that, that tie gave us the extra point that we needed to have the advantage that all we needed to do was win one game out of our last two, uh, to make the playoffs and, 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 and Tim and I did it in, in game one. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I remember the excitement with you guys, because I was the one who retimed that as on the admin side yeah. and was like, is it really this close? And so like I did, I did both VODs twice and I'm like, it's literally two frames. And that's so cool. (laughs) I don't want to know. I I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I asked, I remember talking to Drossy and he's like, you, you could go figure out which one of you like technically won. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to know that. I don't even remember. Like Like, we didn't even notate that. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, the fact that it was within two frames, that it was that it was that close, is way more interesting and way more fun uh, <laughs> yeah. than whether I actually, you know, whether I actually finished first or not. Um, it's this is way funnier. And, oh yeah. Uh, definitely a cool thing to to have on my resume a tie in rando to me is something that's it's much more like holy cow than like when you see a tie in like hockey or even in in the nfl where they play like a full extra session and then potentially could still tie like at that point it's like what did i I, you know watch this for (laughs) yeah and it's just like a lot of these things are you know they're they're more they're a lot more common in in hockey and soccer with with rando there's just like there's so many things that like you know you drop you drop a frame here a frame there like literally just walking to the left and walking up you know it's just like if you're not pumping you're dropping frames there i actually died to the ball and chain guard in that race oh no in in a seat we won't talk about that like see those are the things that like you you always think about like man i could have saved like three frames here two frames no that's the the thing though it's just like i did i'm I'm glad that i didn't because the tie is (laughs) way funnier Oh yeah, uh, and and w- and much better story than just a random race that I won or lost. So. <laughs> that's for sure. That's a that's definitely a story that that sticks out in in league history and in rando history. Yeah. Um, yes. So. so you you also mentioned uh, you know you kind of had like an RPG background here. So is that yeah. is that a genre of games that you uh, you like? Th- oh I guess, yeah, like that sticks um, out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I mean, Final Fantasy six is probably my favorite game of all time um you know even even with with rando out there which i now played you know hundreds of times like it was the the final fantasy games that really kind of like grabbed me and did not let me go i acquired i was a kid so i didn't buy it but i bought a a ps1 to play final fantasy 7 got a ps2 to play final fantasy 10 um, you know, yeah. it will be at some point here in the next few months shelling out for a PS5 to play Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. You know, it's just like, it's yeah. like, all right, I got to do this now, you know, because this is the one that, that got me. But uh, but yeah, I think that was the when I try to like sum up the the sort of thing that I like just in 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 media in general, I like games and I like stories. Um, and so games with stories in them, perfect. Okay. You know, uh, that draws so you in. Like that, it, it gets me in, you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll play just about anything. I'll read, uh, you know, I read a lot of fantasy and science fiction. And then it's just like a game with a story, you know, that's got twists and turns and, and all these, this great character development and whatnot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. I'm working through Octopath 2 right now off stream. Um, love the first one. So it, it, it's like all of those those big ones, those big Square fanboy for for years. So yeah, I've 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 been a big Square fan, you know, in the past. Like I I, I always likened, you know, Final Fantasy X was the first uh, JRPG I got into, and it was like, yeah, this feels like uh, an interactive movie almost, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a little exactly. bit of like a little bit of your brain having to function to figure out how fights work. Uh, Right. But uh, it, it's a huge draw. I, I totally understand why a lot of people like that. Yeah. I wish that like I've considered like getting into a, a speed run of one of the Final Fantasies. It would probably be six, um, you know, but uh, I don't have like 
I barely have the stamina to sit through a cross key seat, (laughs) you know, for for two, two and a half hours, let alone a let alone a four or five hour speed run of Chrono Trigger or whatever. Um, As much as I love those games, like, you know, I'll I'll watch those, you know, and think fondly uh, back on them, but not not in a speed run context for me. Sure. I would say that, you know, from like for me and I don't know if I could, you maybe echo this, but uh, something that long, I think it would it would suck the joy out of it for me. You know, mm-hmm. like 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 I'm playing Final Fantasy seven remake right now. It's been great to go ahead and re-experience it, um, you know, in like a, a modern fashion. Uh, and mm-hmm. it kind of makes me want to go back and play Final Fantasy seven. And I've, I've seen I've kind of been watching on Twitch a little bit of those Final Fantasy seven uh, speed runs here and there. Mm-hmm. And it just it looks like. I'd, I'd hate it because I would I would get so involved and then four hours later, oh, I screwed up one thing and now or I got bad RNG and I've wasted oh, four no, hours my of my dead. life. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. I don't understand. It's just like at that point, it's just uh, like a big list of instructions to follow mm-hmm. in in order. Right. Um, and that's why I think that's a little that thing's a little frustrating and like like you said if you screw something up super late mm-hmm. it's like all right well this is a dead run or or whatever um can be can be really hard and demoralizing um yeah i, I so i think that yeah that's why that's part of that and just like sitting in one place for that long um and focusing yeah. for that long is really and it, it takes away so. the story aspect right so your yeah, story exactly you're skipping by you're skipping by the the parts of the game or the the thing that really draws me into it which is the the dialogue in the story so spending all that time that, just like menuing really quickly it's like i don't want to do that that totally makes sense um i want to switch gears a little bit and and ask mm-hmm. about this because this is definitely something that that temp kind of gave me a little bit of heads up on about you. And I had no idea. And I was in- yeah. instantly intrigued. So okay. uh, I heard you were on a game show or, or two, two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Uh, yeah. Is it, uh, can, can you talk? Are you comfortable talking about that experience? Yeah, sure. um, yeah absolutely. So whichever one uh, you want to start with, go for it. Sure. We'll, we'll do it chronologically back in 2009. Uh, it was the spring of 2009. I was uh, 23 uh, and uh, achieved a life goal. I got the call to be on Jeopardy. Um, That's awesome. Which, you know, I've been a, a trivia. I was in, on my high school quiz bowl team. Um, you know, I've, I've since become a, a pub trivia host. I've been a pub trivia host for Geeks Who Drink for 10 years. Uh, it'll be 10 years this October. Okay. Um, you know, so I've always been a big trivia guy. I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is the the, the mothership. This is the dream. Um, and so uh, crammed for, you know, crammed for a month and flew out to L.A. <laughs> uh, and uh, had, uh, you know, in retrospect, a great time. Um, but it was it was brutal. Um, I was like the fourth game of the day out of five that they tape in one day. Okay. And ha- had a rough start um, in in the beginning. Kind of pulled myself back up to it. Did really well in in double jeopardy, uh, and was in the lead going in the final. And then you just don't know it. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, so there was just like, and it took a long time. Like I was really hard on myself for it. Um, there was like one. There was a daily double in the second round where um the answer was the great gatsby 
and uh, like there's there was a context clue like in the clue it said West Egg. And so if I'd ever opened the Great Gatsby to page six, right, where it says the name <laughs> of the town, I would have gotten that question. But my AP Lit teacher did not have us read that for whatever reason. Oh, no. Uh, when I was in high school. And so I had never read it. And so I didn't get it. And if that w- was the only thing that was different, um, I would have had a runaway. I would have been able to bet zero and win in oh, final. Wow. Yeah. And as it, as it was... You know, I I couldn't do that. I bet what I was supposed to, and the returning champ just knew final, and I didn't, and mm-hmm. and that was that. Um, I ran into my AP lit, lit teacher a couple months later and told her that she owed me sixteen thousand dollars. She oh never paid me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine being able to walk up to someone and say that, and and actually, you know, it just be kind of kind of true uh, in in yeah. some ways. <laughs> Um, oh. but yeah, I like, I mean, true to, true to, true to form though, I was really hard on myself for that for a long time. Um, like I, you know, I wish that I had, uh, studied a little bit harder. I wish that I had, uh, waited until I was older, uh, to go on the show, you know, like 23 is a hell of a time to like have a chance to achieve a lifelong dream and then mm-hmm. fall short. You know, um, you don't you don't handle it super well. Um, But uh, luckily, I was able to kind of redeem myself uh, years later. And um, this was in 2017, I think it was. Was it really that or was it 19? Uh, Anyway, I think it was 2017 uh, where uh, 10 years later. I guess. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, it was 2017. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Eight to 10 years later where, um, I got to be on who wants to be a millionaire. Um, okay. So yeah. is that one, uh, let me, let me, let me ask this. I, I sure. watched a lot of who wants to be a millionaire when, you know, it was Regis Philbin and it was, mm-hmm. you know, over here in the States and it was, you know, the, the, the popular thing, I think I was still in high school. It was like early two thousands or something. Yeah. I remember, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely remember that when, when that came out, the, 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 yeah. the huge, uh, you know, it was the biggest show on television at the time. Right. And so I, I kind of, my, my interest on that kind of fell off. I noticed questions like everybody's like, yes. Yeah. Right. It got, <laughs> it got a lot harder. You know, I'm, I'm awful at trivia. Like that, that's mm-hmm. why this is also something that kind of, uh, is is intriguing to me, like this whole process, you know, the Jeopardy yeah. and now who wants to be a millionaire. So what what's was there anything different about who wants to be a millionaire when you were on it in that 2017 era? Oh, or- yeah. Yeah. Um, so at some point in between in, in at some point in the intervening 18 years or whenever they got rid of the fastest finger. Right. Where the one where you had you got on the show and you were on stage and had to answer had to like mm-hmm. put four things in order really quickly and the fastest person to get it right gets into the hot seat and gets to play. They didn't. Okay. That. Um, gotcha. and so, uh, you know, once you were on, you were just on. Um, and then the other big thing that changed was, and they should like change things here and there. Um, for a while they like randomized, uh, the order of the, uh, of the, the prize money for the questions, but mine was, was That's- straight up like normal seems awkward um, but okay <laughs> yeah yeah i think they they experimented with it with it uh for uh, for a season or so and then got rid of it um and then really the only other big change was that you no longer had the phone a friend 
um, where you can call somebody because uh, surprise uh, search engines exist uh, and oh, you know, yeah. you get the answer to any question over that the phone in 30 seconds. And so uh, they replaced it with a plus one. And so you 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 physically brought somebody with you to to the studio. OK, uh, so this was my friend, my friend, Jenny, who was another um, it was another uh, trivia host that I knew. And we were friends from community theater. And um, and so and she was available and wanted to come to Vegas for for a couple days uh, to mm-hmm. tape it. Uh, and so I, I brought her up, I brought her to the studio. And so she was my lifeline. So I could call her up once. Okay. So um, they, I guess they just bring them out and then, and talk to them. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I made it all the way just on, on my own through a hundred grand. Um, wow. and then this the this was the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar question. My plus one was my only lifeline left, so I called up Jenny. The question was, um, which of the following people was alive during both the during the lifetimes of both John Adams and Ronald Reagan? So there's one of these four people was alive while John Adams was alive and while Ronald Reagan was alive, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Um, and then the, I don't remember all four of the choices, but one of them was Charles Dickens. One of them was uh, John Rockefeller and one of them was Harriet Tubman. Um, and then, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know this answer. Um, I'm calling up, I'm calling up Jenny. Uh, she comes up. She says, I just watched a documentary about Harriet Tubman and she lived to be over 100. I was like, OK, we figured it out. I was like, all right. I know when John Adams died, he died in 1800 mm-hmm. um, or no, so he died in 1820. He died on the same day as Thomas Jefferson in 1820, July 4th, okay. 1820. Um, and then. Ronald Reagan was super old when he became president. Uh, he was in his 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 like mid to late seventies when he became president in nineteen eighty, um, and so it's like, well, it could be Harriet Tubman. I don't know when Rockefeller was alive. That was the one that that really messed me up. And I was like, how confident do you feel about this? Um, and it's like, because it's either like you it's guess a lot of money, right? It's all, you get 250 grand, right? You guess you get it wrong. It's 10,000. Oh, so they um, changed you it. All, or, or it's, or it's. It used to be 32 back in the day. It, it might, yeah. I think, I think it's like, it's like 10 or it was, or it was 50 or something like that. Anyway, it was a significant drop. Oh yeah. It might've been 50. It's a significant drop. And she was like, I don't think like I'm not sure how confident I am in this, and I'm I was, not willing I said, to stake. You know, she wasn't I'm willing, willing to owe to you that yeah. money. <laughs> exactly right, and I was like, you know what? I will be able to live. Thinking back to my, you know, thinking back to my Jeopardy experience and whatnot, it's like I will be able to. I would rather walk away with the money I've got and have the correct answer, right? Than. Mm-hmm think I've got the correct answer, go for it and lose. I will be able to live with myself more playing it safe. Um, And so I did. I walked away and it was indeed Harriet Tubman. She was the answer. So we had the right answer. But um, I I don't think that I could have possibly 
gone through yeah. with, with with making that call in that moment. I, I think I think probably maybe maybe a younger Tyler maybe would have risked it. Uh, you yes, know, but I think life experience. I think a younger Tyler might have. Yeah, life um, experience definitely helped you out there. I think. Yeah, uh, well, and may, well loves, may, maybe not um, all that too. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, life life can be like that sometimes. Um, yeah. So I I think like hearing about that, I can't imagine the amount of pressure, uh, especially you know at 23, getting up in front of you know TV cameras, knowing that you know what millions of people watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I've also been intrigued by this. So tell me, tell me what that's like. Like, what, what were what were some thoughts? If you can remember that far back, like, did that leave an impression on you? Like the nerves? Because uh, I feel like Rando is like a drop in the bucket now. Like you shouldn't be like sure. ironclad. You'd, uh, you'd think. You'd think. <laughs> um, well, it's it's hard because I've always been a performer, right? Like I've got a theatrical background. You know, doing plays and musicals all through high school and community theater as an adult. Um, and like, I've, you know, just naturally kind of gravitated when I was, when I was a little kid and the first time, the first answer I ever gave to somebody asking me, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Was I want to be a game show host. That was the first thing I ever said. Okay. Um, and so I've always been like comfortable, uh, on camera and performing like that. And so that, that didn't phase me really. Um, you know, you, you, you're nervous. It's hard not to yeah, be yeah, nervous. Sure. You're, you know, your 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 stomach is doing flips. So um, it, so it felt similar. It felt like I guess familiar uh, in a way. Yes. Because it's like being on stage, yeah. and you're like, I've been here before. So it, it was just a matter before. of knowing the yeah. questions. Exactly. Um, and I think I would not have been as successful as I was on Millionaire had I not had that experience on Jeopardy years before. It's like, all right, I've. I've been on TV. I've been on one of these game sure. shows. I know like what all, like I've been through the talk with the legal department or whatever in the back, you know, in the back room before, before you go on stage, like, you know, it's, it's still, it's still different. It's still stressful, but it's something that I've experienced before. And so I was able to handle um, the, the stress of it and the pressure mm-hmm. of it better. Um, I wish I could say that that translates to Rando, <laughs> um, but given well, my track record, it definitely hasn't. So. Well, I mean, I, I would say that I, I guess you have no nerves about like commentating or tracking or no, something, right? No, no, yeah, definitely I, not. I loved commentating, so commentating I feel like you know is one of those deals where I, I don't have to have my camera on all the time, so I'm not always nervous mm-hmm. about it. Um, I yeah. think I was the first time cause I had no idea what I was doing and I thought I was right. going to get banned from the community if I was bad. Little did I know later <laughs> that like, that's not how it works. Um, no. so, uh, so yeah, like I, 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 I can relate to that, um, a little bit, but, um, no, I, I love, yeah, I love uh, doing commentary. I, honestly, I'm, I think I'm a way better rando commentator than I am a rando player. Uh, and it, when I'm commentating, like I can't lose too. So you've got like, no, no matter what, it's going to go well. There's no pressure. Yeah, um, you just get to watch an exciting race. Yeah. So it's like, I think that, um, that's something that I, I try to do whenever I can. I've been trying to figure out ways to, to do it on my channel to, to host races and restreams and like that. Cause I get, and then I get to commentate it. Cause I just have a, a ton of fun doing that. Oh yeah. So. 
Um, you mentioned early on talking about with Jeopardy that you were a pub mm-hmm. trivia host and had been yep. for over 10 years or around 10 years mm-hmm. at this point. Um, It'll be 10 years this October. Yeah. And and you've got some background in performing, like you said. So is that like uh, what what's what's the thought process with that? How do you get out, I guess, uh, be entertaining over and over for sometimes the same group of people? Because I know a lot of times with pub trivia, it's like. There's like your core crowd that comes, you know, because I've, I've mm-hmm. been to a few of these, you know, in my area. And it's like, sure. OK, I've seen them every time I've come to this and I'm not yeah. coming every week. But yeah. Um, but what's what's that experience like for you? Um, I think that with with hosting, the material does a lot of the work for me. Um, like I, I'm lucky enough to work for a, a, a company that has um like a full-time editorial staff. So I don't, I like, I don't write oh, okay. the questions. Yeah. Um, so Geeks of Drink is a big national company, right? Okay. So, yeah. I've, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Um, and so I don't have to write the material. Um, and so I just get to riff on what the writers are doing. I get to, you know, I, I like I'll read the question, give them a couple seconds and then make a joke about it. If I've got one, um, you know, and it was just like, and the nice thing is, it's just like, I've got a microphone. I can just do whatever I want. Um, and if a joke doesn't land, I'll, I'll play it off. It's like, Oh, I thought that one was pretty good. Come on people. Um, <laughs> you know, and everybody, you know, everybody drinking helps with that, uh, as well. Oh, sure. Um, but just like anything else, I've gotten more comfortable with it as, as I've gone on. Um, but that's the, the best part-time job I could possibly ask for. Um, it's, it's so much fun, uh, getting to do that every week. Yeah. I can imagine that would be like uh, a little bit of pressure, but also like super entertaining. You know, it's, it's kind of like almost unfiltered, uh, just having, having a good time. Hopefully you get to have some drinks too while you're doing it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I get, I get paid to do it, but I would do it for free. Um, but yeah, no, like the, the, the bar (laughs) that I host at, like part of the, part of my compensation is a tab. Uh, for the evening. Um, oh, gotcha. So, yeah. Um, and you did mention a little bit ago that uh, you had some experience with the community theater. Um, yeah. What uh, what what productions have you been in? Like, I guess. Oh, God. T- talk How about. You have? Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, as long, long as we need. But uh, tell yeah. me, I, I guess, give me some of the highlights of that. Like, you know, I, um, I don't really talk to a lot of people who, you know, that I like meet uh, that actually yeah. have done something like that. It's always just like. You know, I hear of people doing it, but I never yeah. get to talk to someone who does it. You can see on the wall uh, behind me. I don't know if people watching this. Or They're not going to be able to watch. They're this, not going to be able to see it. But Dan, you can wall. see so there's some posters of the wall of shows that uh, me and my now spouse have been in. Uh, they and I met in a production of 1776 um, years and years ago. Um, probably the my my favorite role that I ever played. Uh, I was lucky enough to play my my absolute dream role to end all dream roles, which was uh, Harold Hill in The Music Man. Um, okay. I got to do that uh, back when uh, I lived in Boston uh, a number of years ago, uh, pre-COVID now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I was always drawn to uh, those kind of like uh, patter, uh, like saying things real fast uh, type roles. Sure. I like narrator roles and, and, and things along those lines. But, um, no, ever since I first stepped on the stage when I was, uh, in sixth grade in Fiddler on the Roof, you know, in, in, in upstate New York, it just, it just grabbed me. Cause like I said, you know, the 
performing comes supernaturally to me and something's been a part of my life, my entire life. So, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I haven't done it in years, um, because of COVID and then, and then sure. moving, I, two years ago, I moved from Boston where I lived for a little over uh, 10 years to, uh, to the Bay area. And so we live out there now. Um, but, uh, that's one of my big goals for 2023 is to get back out into the theater, um, to do that again, uh, because I miss it a lot. Um, it's the only way that I know how to make friends. As oh an yeah. Adult. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, I mean, everybody's got their thing. Like I, for some reason, I only know how to make friends playing dance games at one point, like yeah. just meet, meeting people <laughs> at tournaments. So it was like, go to a yeah. tournament, make friends. Um, yeah. so it, it, I think it all correlates, whatever, you know, if that's something that's, I don't know. I, I did a couple productions when I was in high school uh, for mm-hmm. a very, very small, like private high school. It was very uh, I was very like, uh, what's the word for this? Not forced, but um, uh, voluntold that I was going voluntold. to. Yeah, voluntold. <laughs> I was going to try out. Um, yeah. And of course, because there were so few people, it was like, OK, well, you're in. And I'm like, all right, well, especially young men. Right. Like yeah. that's a, there's a there's a there's a saying in the uh, in the community theater world, which is that women audition and men volunteer um, just because there's the the, mm-hmm. the the supply is 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 much lower for whatever reason. Um, so, yeah, like even even as an adult, you know, looking at that, it's like my, my spouse is a trained musician. They have a master's degree in vocal performance uh, and like, wow. you know, they have a much harder time, uh, you know, they, you know, they do great because they're very talented and, mm-hmm. and, and, and good at what they do. Um, you know, but, uh, the competition that they face for roles is way stiffer than the competition that I face for roles. Um, even taking into account our like difference in training, like I'm just an amateur, um, right. and the difference in like the level that we're, that we're, uh, going for. Um, yeah, there's, it's just like for, for men in particular, there's just way less competition for that sort of thing. I was also, uh, told, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. if this is still active that mm-hmm. you and fellow community member, Jawsome Sauce. Yeah. Uh, had a, a YouTube series and we I did. watched, we I watched did. a little bit of that and thought, yeah, this is pretty interesting. Uh, it reminded me of the, the little stint that Ari and I did on GDQ's think fast show where you play a game and also ask, answer trivia questions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they, so they, we came up with this idea, uh, independently. And so I was, I was, uh, I think that, um, yeah, when, I'm not did, accusing that, when you did that of, come of about? No, 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 I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but we're like, like this might be a, a fun hotfix show. And then we decided to do it. So yeah, game and guess. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it's on hiatus, uh, and has been for a little while just because the, we ended up being super busy, um, sure. uh, for the end of, uh, end of last year. And so our, our time to, uh, to record has, has gone away. I think both of us in theory would like to get back to it. Um, but you can, uh, you know, you can check it out. YouTube uh, search for game and guess. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm proud of what we put out there. Yeah. Uh, do you have any of uh, like any of those that were like favorites for you, like a top three or just top one, maybe that come to oh, mind? Or? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Jaws ended up making me play just some awful, awful nonsense. <laughs> um, As all to, friends I'm do. I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like I was giving him these really good games that I enjoyed. I'm actually going to pull up our our YouTube channel uh, here uh, uh, real quick because it's been a little while. Um, oh, I did a uh, I did a race of um, or we did an episode where I did a, uh, a rando vanilla preset uh, NMG. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. Uh, so so that one was fun. Um, that was, uh, uh, Jaws lives in the, the Metro Detroit area, which is where my, uh, my in-laws live. And so I was visiting, gotcha. uh, and so went over and we recorded, we recorded like four episodes in his basement, uh, in person. That was That's a lot of awesome. fun. Um, uh, last year. So, uh, so that one was, uh, that one was a lot of fun. The run, maybe not so, much, not so good on, on that <laughs> one. Fine. I was a little distracted, but, uh, but yeah, that one, that one was a lot of fun. Um, I made a Jaws play, uh, River City Ransom, uh, for the NES. Uh, that one was a really good one. So I, I, we did questions on, on rivers and organized crime and um uh and like famous kidnappings or something like that that's what our 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 (laughs) questions were about uh for that one but uh but yeah we had a lot of a a lot of fun doing that show um and uh maybe it'll come back sometime i don't know i i I hope it does because that that was it it was very like i clicked through a few of those and i i I was enjoying what i was seeing um but yeah that it definitely is something i think everybody should check out if you haven't uh, yeah, and and give give them a little give them a little motivation to come back. You know? Yeah, yeah, tell definitely. If you like the show, let us know, and we'll make more of it. So, <laughs> um, so you said you had a lot of you know community theater and the the pub trivia mm-hmm. host, and I, I, I'm learning all those talents as I talk to you. Uh, another thing that I had here was that uh, Tip was very much uh, on the ball to tell me that you also played percussion, just like him. Uh, yes. And, well, not not just like him. Uh, well, better, <laughs> I was right. Just, no, <laughs> <laughs> I played percussion in like my middle school band. Oh, okay. Um, and and then uh, and then never never took it back up. The 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 um, I'm not very good at practicing anything. Um, and that was no. Hey, that was I, no I, I get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe if I practiced this game more, I'd be better at it. But. Um, no, it's just like, I, but I, 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 I appreciate a fellow percussionist. I still, uh, claim that title, even though it was not for very long and I wasn't very good. Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. That, I, I mean, I played a little bit of trumpet in high school. That mm-hmm. was another voluntold type thing. And as soon yeah. as that was over, yeah. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, I hated the practice so. too. So I, uh, totally relatable. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see, I, I do want to ask this, this is something that I'm, I'm everybody, the first three folks that we've got on for this, I'm going to ask this question. It's about rando. Sure. And okay. if, if as long as you're comfortable with it. And the question mm-hmm. is, uh, what is the most embarrassed that you've been playing randomizer? Oh man. And it doesn't have to be a race. It could be like something where you weren't even streaming and you just kind of like, cause you know, you can be embarrassed all by yourself sometimes. I mean, I think that, Like, I mean, you know, I could I'm not going to come up with like a particular seed or anything like that. I've sure. it's just like, you know, things like um, for for some reason, uh, I've gotten a little bit better at it recently. It's like you'd, you'd think that by now I would be able to do the almost quick kill every time. 
uh, and and yet somehow it it goes wrong way more often than it should. That's often uh, pretty embarrassing. Um, uh, dying to the ball and chain guard and escape, which I've done numerous times. I think a, everybody's done that at least yeah. once or twice, but it's, um, it always hurts worse when it's a race. <laughs> yeah, um, but honestly, you know, if if I'm if I'm being honest, I think the thing that embarrasses me the most is when I get really angry at myself about it. You know, uh, it's just like this is just a, it's just a game. Right. It's one that I take seriously. Right. right? And and like the competition is is part of it. Um, but uh, I can take myself a little bit too seriously and lean a little bit too much into into the assault uh, of it. And, you know, I try not to like let that seep into my like post game chats with people on ladder sure. or, or in race time. You know, I'm sure sometimes it has. Um, I was really salty after that Kaz Boots playoff, the three-way Kaz Boots playoff race that I mentioned mm-hmm. uh, earlier, and like had to go back and and apologize to uh, to the other the other people. It's like, listen, you know, it's like you guys, you know, you guys beat me. That's like I'm, I'm I was just being salty, and right. and they were, you know, they were super cool with it. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's I mean, it's 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 been that mostly right it's just like Mm -hmm. it's not that i'm embarrassed like playing or or whatever um because it is what it is um yeah but like embarrassed about like how i how i hold myself out as a member of the community right um that i uh that i get embarrassed about sure yeah that's that's understandable we we always have i think everybody has those moments where it's like this is something i said that stood out and i realize a day later, maybe five minutes later or even five yeah. seconds like this was probably shouldn't have done this. Maybe you shouldn't but, have said that. That was an inst- uh, that was like a, a an in your head kind of thought, not mm-hmm. of a, a instantly let it come out your mouth kind of thought, um, though. I did. Uh, and uh, to give a, maybe a more conventional answer, um, I did during a league race on Restream did uh, did go all the way down to. Uh, Helma's door without the big key. That was really fun. <laughs> um, still managed to win that race, if I recall correctly. But, oh heck yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like every once in a while, you know, something like that, which I'm super prone to. Those little, you know, just like, oh wait, no, I don't have this. What the hell am I doing? Yeah, um, sort of thing. I try to limit those whenever I can. But, try and th- think uh, two steps ahead, and then you accidentally think three steps ahead, and you're playing one exactly. step ahead. Wait, hold on. Just, you have a, the the problem is at the one step ahead. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, that that makes sense. So, um, I, I guess I, over that time, you know, of learning that, uh, I, has Tyler Salt like turned into maybe like Tyler Tyler Sweet? I couldn't think of a better pun. Uh, where <laughs> where you try not to let so much of the saltiness like seep out i mean Uh, i i try uh it doesn't work very well uh but i do try (laughs) (laughs) you can be salty at the seed all you want right yeah exactly let it flow it's like come on what is why why are you doing this to me um (laughs) but uh yeah no it's just like i i i'd like to think that i've gotten better and and like dealing with failure is something that i've struggled with my entire life um because i tend to be good at things that i try and when I come up against the the limits of my natural ability, right, and and struggle to to get past that with with practice and repeated effort, it's incredibly frustrating. 
Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. I think I think the thing to remember there, and this is me talking to myself a little bit too, I believe, uh, is that you can only do your best, and right. you're not always going to play this game uh, at your 100% best. You can be thankful when you're really close to it and everything's clicking, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, the decisions plus the execution, the thinking of, like, the process... A lot. It's it's rare, I think, for a lot of people f- for it to all be firing on all cylinders oh, at the same yeah. time. Oh yeah, there's so much that you have to, you, you know, your your execution and your decision making, and God forbid, trying to be entertaining at the same time. Um, oh sure, you yeah. Know, if you've got uh, Cam and Mike on and people watching, might be watching. Yeah, um, and and also trying to like like remember to you know, keep your you know keep your head in the game. Is like oh wait no now my now my cat wants food. <laughs> or it's like, man, I really should I go in the bathroom before I started this race, that sort of thing. You know, so, so there's so much to um, to try to keep straight and to to keep on point that it the the people who have uh, sustained success at this uh, are really, really impressive just because like you have your 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 brain and your body have to be in such sync right that you can uh that you can right. overcome the mistakes that you are inevitably going to make and 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 keep yourself together long enough to have uh success in in one race let alone like over the course of uh, of an entire tournament or or a league season so sure um yeah no it, it's it's uh, this game's really hard <laughs> it's a hard game <laughs> it definitely is it definitely is um to wrap things up a little bit, uh, I guess, like, what are you what are you involved in right now in the community? What are you excited about besides, you know, I know we said something about main tournament coming up. Um, yeah. Where, where can people um, find you uh, as far as like where where are the hangouts that that uh, sure that are open for um, you? I uh, right now I'm spending uh, most of my time uh, hanging out with uh, with Scottish Brave. Um, I'm a regular in her chat. She's a lot of fun, and uh, with uh, with Homewrecker in his chat too. I'm there a lot of the time. Um, I'm hopefully starting soon. I'm still uh, ironing out some of the kinks. A new uh, show uh, on my channel called the uh, the Salt Shakedown. Uh, okay. The idea being um, either like an async with a vodcast or a live race once a week in like a, a King of the Hill style thing, like where the winner stays uh, for uh, for the next okay. week. And then the mode gets tweaked a little bit every week mm-hmm. um, until we get something like truly monstrous going on. Um, so, uh, hopefully that will be starting soon. Like I'm, I'm still trying to, uh, work out some of the details and, uh, and, and timing, uh, on that. But, uh, I hopefully would like to, cause that's an opportunity for me to, to do, I think what I'm, I'm best at, uh, which is commentating. Um, sure. so, and, and trying to, to trying to feature some other, uh, runners playing some fun stuff. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so watch out for that, uh, comment if you want that you join my discord, that sort of thing. Give me a follow up. We'll, that we'll is, uh, twitch.tv slash Tyler salt. I believe That's is it. that all uh, no, no underscores here. No underscores. Uh, no, no. Okay. Tim took them all. But, but yeah. And, and the, keeping the underscore uh, out is what's, what keeps your name searchable is what we've learned at least, uh, exactly. as of about a year ago. So, um, <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Tyler, thank you so much, man. This has been a blast. I've I've learned yeah. I, I've learned a lot about you, and I, I 
uh, thank you for humoring me on teaching me a little bit about these game shows and like what it's like to go through them. No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I was, uh, I was, uh, extremely pleased and honored and flattered to be asked uh, to be on the show and uh, happy to do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Uh, This has been Tyler Salt on the Go Mode Podcast. Thanks, Dante. Once again, I just want to thank Tyler for coming on the show and being so easy to talk to. Uh, It really made this first venture really great for me. Um, I hope he had a blast Uh, I hope you guys had a blast as well getting to know Tyler. I think he's a great guy, and he's someone that if you don't know already, then you should. I don't know how many of these will do, but I will tell you guys, we've got two more lined up, and I'm committed to doing those other two. We're not going to reveal who the two people are just yet, but I do know that they're people you're going to enjoy getting to know. We'll see you next week for the main series, back with Temp and Herf and his hopefully working new computer but until then let's go ahead and mirror out